You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. And what is up the internet? This is your good friend Curtis Spears and I'm back with another episode of Okada Shorts. Short. G-Wondering for the G1 Climax 32 tournament. And this was night 14. We are almost done. It's almost there. First match was Yujiro Takahashi. Huge, huge, big pimpin' versus Arman Tacos Yoshihashi. And... This match, the House of Torture shithousery, it starts really early in this match, man. Uh, chairs, turnbuckle shenanigans, uh, Yujiro doing whatever he can to target the injured shoulder of Yoshihashi. ELP again on commentary, you know I love that. The guys are working very well, and they're trying. But when it comes to Yujiro, the mind may be willing, but the body isn't able. I, he, he just he can't go at this level, the level that people expect from a G1 match. And I know why he's there. I understand that he's there for, you know, to, to eat a couple of pins and even things out like a, like a Toriano. And, and that's an important role to play, but you still want to have a level of match quality when it comes to the G1. And I think with 28 spots, maybe you could have opened it up to a couple other people. And, and huge is, Huge is entertaining, don't get me wrong, but in a 15-20 minute G1 Climax match, maybe that's not where he's best uh, deployed. You know what I mean? This isn't one of the matches I had circled at the start of the tournament. It's probably going to be a skip for most people, and I understand that. Yoshihashi fighting off Sho and Huge at the same time is kind of cool, but the numbers game is overcoming him. Yoshihashi kicks out of a chair shot and the Pimp Juice DDT. The finishing sequence of the match then takes for goddamn ever. It, it felt like they were maybe just using it as a transition when it was actually a New Japan style finisher dance that just wasn't going at the speed that it needed to go. And after a wrench shot from show and a big juice, which is a rad looking DDT, Yoshihashi uh, gives up the two points and f- I think it's like a chair shot, a wrench shot, and two DDTs is what it took to put Yoshihashi down. And it's like, man, they're really working to keep Yoshihashi looking strong. Yujiro, two-thirds of the way through his tournament, and he's over 500. So, holy shit, man, good for him. I, I, I don't know if anybody's really going to care about this match. And that's a shame, because you can see that everyone's trying really hard. But like I said, there's some obvious... Issues when it comes to someone like Yujiro Takahashi in the G1. He, I don't want to make it seem like I'm trash talking him. I love Yuge. I think he's entertaining as shit. But when it comes to, like I said, a 15, 20 minute work rate style G1 match, 
that ain't the move. That ain't what he can do. So maybe we need to think about that for next year. Next up, Chase Owens versus Sonata. Stupid, sexy Sonata. Chase has really had a great tournament so far. Uh, you can really tell Chase is having a, a hell of a good time here. This is his last match of the tournament. And Sonata was a very willing opponent. Chase was doing moves where he's like throwing his opponents into the ropes to get them unbalanced. And he's been doing that quite a bit this tournament. And it's really great. Uh, even, even if he can't look quite sharp enough, like uh, at one point he throws... Sonata into the ropes to get him off balance, then trips him and tries to do a, an STF. He can't quite lock it in. I couldn't tell if it was him having bad positioning, which is what it kind of looked like. It might have been that Sonata was in the wrong position once he landed, but he turned it into a crossface, so it looked fine. The ref stops the match when Chase is in the skull end and can't grab the rope, but Chase's entire leg is under the rope in full view of the ref. Just bad positioning on the the part of the two wrestlers. Doesn't matter. It was a fun match. Uh, it was a lot funner than I thought it was going to be for Chase Owens and Sonata. But yeah, that one coming on the heels of the last match, which was Yujiro and Tacos, was ooh, that was a bit of a, a bit of a stretch. So while it didn't exactly suck, as a matter of fact, it was a very good match. It didn't light a fire under anybody yet. But that's okay, because things keep going with Tamatanga and Taichi. So the very first thing we noticed during Taichi's entrance is that Taichi brought out the Iron Fingers. And I've written here in my notes, Taichi brought the Iron Fingers. It's on, bitch. Tamatanga wants nothing to do with the Iron Fingers. He's a good guy now, and Taichi is trying to reawaken the old Tamatanga. Like, he's he's offering, like, a free shot at his balls. He's like, come on, punch me in the balls, Tamatanga. You're a bad guy, remember, LOL? And it's like, this isn't 2018, man. Tama's so good as a face. This wouldn't have worked in the early 2010s before he became bad guy Tamatanga. It was so smart for him to be such a shit heel for so long that now that he's a face, we can really get behind this run. There's a great moment where Tama actually picks up the iron fingers and he looks like Gollum with the one ring, you know, thinking about putting his hand in the glove and using it on Tai Chi, which had to have been the plan all along. Get, get Tamatanga to betray his good guy roots and disqualify himself to give Tai Chi, you know, two points easy night, right? Well, that backfires. Tama's able to overcome the, the allure of the iron fingers glove and the last five minutes are some really great wrestling, hard-hitting, big slams. And uh, the ten minutes of nonsense before it made it even better, which is something I don't normally say. Really good stuff. Tama catches Tai Chi with a gun stun, and that's all she wrote. Tama no longer has any connection to the Iron Fingers. He is 100% Corazon, 100% Technico, 100% Hantai, 100% Face, Tama Tonga. Love it or leave it, that's what he is, and um, I love it. Next up was another big boy battle, Jonah versus Lance Archer. That was some shit. Oh my god. Uh, starts out as an average big monster match, lots of forearms and chops, nothing really special. Then they start with the power moves. There's a big black hole slam on Jonah, a big power bomb on Lance, and they brawl at ringside and Jonah loses again by countout. 
that's a that's a little bit disappointing. I was kind of hoping to see like a big winner, but it kept both these guys looking strong. It reminds me a lot of when Bruiser Brody used to get counted out instead of getting pinned to keep looking strong. I'm okay with it. They're really working hard to make sure that Jonah doesn't get pinned or submitted in these matches, and that's fine. I understand he's the new uh, big monster, the new all-encompassing badass that they want to they want to push and they want to keep him looking strong they don't want him to eat like a black hole slam and lose they don't want him to to take a blackout and lose and they want to save the time for him to get hit with a rainmaker and lose clean for when it can mean something a little bit more and i completely understand that the final match of the night naito versus kenta and um, these these Naito versus Kenta matches have been hit or miss. I like their new beginning match in 2020. It was good. It had a slow first 20, but their last G1 match was pretty dire. This is a better start and a, a really great finish. Naito and Kenta out-dicking each other is always fantastic. And when the dickheadedness goes to meaner and meaner next stuff moves, it really gets the crowd invested. These might be the two coolest dudes on the roster. I can't get over how fucking cool Kenta is sometimes. He's one of my favorites. I bit on a few of the near falls. As a Naito fan, I'm still once bitten twice shy about the idea of them actually having Naito win the G1 this year. And I know everyone is predicting it, but we know how much Nuge likes to torture Naito fans. And as of right now, Naito wins and still controls his destino. But we'll see. I I wouldn't put it past him having... You know, it, oh, this is my last chance to win this G1. And he, you know, slips on a banana peel and fucking, you know, loses on the final night. Then maybe find a way into the main event of Wrestle Kingdom, you know, some other way. It's happened before and uh, it might be happening again. So anyone who's put money on Naito to win the whole damn thing, I understand. Hope for the best. Prepare for the worst. And that's all for me. Once again, I'm your good friend, Curtis Spears. We're going to have Night 15 brought to you by your bad friend, Rafe Houston. And then look out for a full episode coming this week where we will discuss the best and worst case scenarios of the remaining win scenarios in this G1 Climax tournament. One thing I'll ask you to do is if you find the naive stupidity of our giving away a free show business model to be oddly charming, you can check out the Countout Patreon. It's a brand new Patreon that just launched with three different tiers. You get a three $3 a month tier, and it gets you thanked on those shows from all of us. We will all, you know, specifically shout you out and say thank you for helping us out at the Countout Network. There's also the $5 tier, which is the Kayfabe tier, and that one will get you all of the Countout extra wrestling-related content. Then you get the $10 tier, which is our shoot tier, where you get non-wrestling-related content, as well as all the other stuff. Please look into that if you will. My name's Curtis Spears. Again, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at LDestructo83. My bad friend, Rafe Houston, you can find him on Instagram and Twitter at FacesFeelsCast. And finally, uh, if you'd like, you can get a lovely theme song for your YouTube channel, for your podcast, for your Twitch stream, if you're a wrestler and you want to walk down that aisle to something fucking badass, you can talk to our boy Owen at Riff Your Pod on Instagram and Bandcamp, and he will work that shit out for you. But for me, I'm out of here. So until next time, keep it right, keep it tight, keep it what? Short. Short.
has been a Countout Podcast.